Welcome to our New Testament devotional guide today. We are in Romans chapter 3. In the first eight verses, Paul is continuing this theme with the Jews and how they have a need for righteousness, and he summarizes it really in three types of questions. He asks the question, first off, what advantages uh, is there of being a Jew in verse number one? And he says, hey, you've received the promises and the covenant from God. Then the second question, verse three, will Jewish unbelief cancel God's faithfulness? And he says, no way, God is not a liar. He's going to keep his promises. And then verses five through eight, we kind of summarize, if our sins make God look more righteous, then why should we be judged for these sins? God is the one who has called sin, sin. He set the standard and therefore he sets the consequence or punishment for that sin as well. Then Paul in verses nine through 20 summarizes both Jews and Gentiles. The whole world is guilty before God and they need righteousness because they're sinful. First off, he shows that man is condemned because of his character. He says there is none righteous. That shows the universal depravity of man. He says that none seeks after God. That shows the universal ignorance that they don't seek after God. Think about this. God is always the one who takes the initiative. Adam in the garden after he sinned, God took the initiative. Abraham in Ur of the Chaldees, and God took the initiative. Remember the words of Jesus in Luke 19.10, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. It is the picture of Jesus taking the initiative. So the whole world is guilty. Man's condemned because of his character. Then verses 12 through 17, man's condemned because of his conduct, and he gives a list of sins. He begins with the tongue, moves all the way down to the feet. These feet are swift to shed innocent blood, cause destruction and misery. Then man's condemned because of his contempt. He says in verse number 18, there is no fear of God before their eyes. That's a picture of his contempt or irreverence toward God. Verse 19, all are guilty. Then verse number 20, he points home. The law cannot save. Good works and religious acts cannot save, cannot justify anyone. But then in chapter 3, verses 21 through 31, we find this awesome, wonderful text where it shows us God's provision of righteousness. How can I achieve a right standing and a right status of righteousness before the Almighty God? Well, there's only one way, and he makes it very clear that this law is, or this righteousness is apart from the law in verse number 21. It is only by faith, verse 22, but it is available to all verse 22, and even all sinners, verse 22 and 23, it is available as a free gift. We are justified freely by his grace, and it is only through Christ, through the redemption that is in Christ, verse 24, through the propitiation uh, of his blood, verse number 25. Jesus is the atoning sacrifice who paid the penalty on the cross so that we could experience salvation, justification, and righteousness before God. Now, because of this, there is no boasting. Notice in verse number 27, we can't boast about this. This uh, shows that we have nothing to brag about. We can't brag about keeping the law. It shows the character of God. And as we think about this, verse number 29, God is uh, willing to save all Jews and Gentiles through faith. And then he says, Verse 31, do we then make void the law through faith? Certainly not. On the contrary, we establish the law. When the law is rightfully understood, the law supports and confirms that you can't keep it, that salvation is by faith alone. Have you trusted Jesus alone? Have you received that 
apart from the law, righteousness. Righteousness.